I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844-COSENTIX. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hi, Laura. I just listened to your most recent podcast on UGMA and UTMA accounts. I'm 38 years old and discovered about three years ago that my mom has set up this type of account for me through Putnam. I am wondering what is the best thing to do with this account now that will benefit me the most financially. When we found out about the account, we ended up having to pay taxes on it, and it left me wondering if I should take the funds out and transfer it to a different type of account, like my Roth IRA or LVEST or a high-yield savings account. What are the pros and cons for keeping a UGMA, UTMA account after 21? In your professional opinion, what would you do if this was you? Thank you. Thank you for your question, Teresa. You must have been pretty surprised to find out that you own assets in a custodial account after so many years. Knowing what to do with an unexpected windfall can be confusing, but it is a terrific problem. This show will review smart steps for managing a windfall based on your financial situation, age, and risk tolerance. These tips apply even if you don't have extra cash, so stay with me. Hey, friends, welcome back to the Money Girl podcast. I really appreciate you downloading the show. I'm Laura Adams, an award-winning author who's been bringing you personal finance tips every week since 2008 with over 40 million downloads. I'm also a keynote speaker, and I work with select brands doing on-camera and writing work as a spokesperson and consumer advocate. I'd love to hear from you if you're interested in collaborating for an upcoming speaking event or a PR campaign. As always, you can reach me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's also where you can learn more about my work, award-winning personal finance books, and money courses. You can also leave me a message by calling 302-364-0308, just like Teresa did. If you didn't listen to last week's show about UGMA and UTMA custodial accounts that Teresa mentioned, 
They're short for Uniform Gifts for Minors Act, that's UGMA, and Uniform Transfers to Minors Act, UTMA. Both accounts allow an adult to transfer various assets to a minor, but they permit different assets. That's kind of one of the primary differences between the two. The adult gift giver or the custodian controls UGMA or UTMA assets on behalf of the beneficiary child until the minor reaches the age of majority, which varies by state, but is typically 18 or 21. And once the child becomes an adult, they legally own the account assets and can use them any way they wish. Gifts or transfers to a custodial account are irrevocable, which means they can't be withdrawn for any purpose other than costs that directly benefit the minor. For instance, a parent could use UGMA or UTMA money for the beneficiary's private school, college, or health care. Whether you're like Teresa and discover you own assets in a UGMA or UTMA account, or you've got a different unexpected windfall, we're going to cover six steps for managing it wisely. Step number one is identify the purpose of your money. Before you can make any decisions about a cash windfall, you've got to come back to its purpose. This is something that, you know, I return to over and over in my own financial life and I'm constantly recommending for other people. If you don't truly identify your goals and the purpose for money, you have no idea what to do with it. So you've got to come back to that and really figure that out first. For instance, do you need that money for short-term expenses like Maybe you want to buy a car within the next year, or maybe you need to boost your emergency fund, or maybe you need to set it aside for your long-term goals, like buying a home or retiring, you know, something that is at least two to three years in the future or longer. Though we tend to use the terms saving and investing interchangeably, they're very different. So we need to also identify whether we want to save this money or we need to invest it. Savings are for emergencies and significant purchases that you'll want to make within the short term, within a year or two. That money should never get invested because there's always a risk that its value could decline in the short term. You know, the moment you need that money, you could find that its value has significantly gone down and that would leave you with a lot less to deal with a potential hardship. So you always want to keep your savings and your emergency money in an FDIC-insured bank savings account or a money market account to preserve it. However, Funds that you need for longer-term goals, those are three or more years in the future, like buying a home, paying for a child's college, and of course, retiring, should be invested. Yes, investing involves some risk, but without it, you are not likely to earn enough growth to achieve significant goals like retiring. Remember that you've always got to outpace inflation and then some. So you can only do that by investing. So Teresa, you didn't mention the value of your UGMA or UTMA account or anything about your financial situation. However, what you should do with a windfall depends on how you plan to spend it. So Again, I want to encourage you to come back to that and figure out, is this money for the short term or is it for the long term? Step number two, 
review your financial safety nets. Once you know how you'd like to spend a windfall, be sure you have financial safety nets in place. For instance, do you have enough cash in the bank? That emergency fund I mentioned that is key before doing anything else with a windfall. Having money in the bank is so essential because that's how you're going to manage unexpected expenses and any hardships, like losing your job, having expensive home repairs, or medical bills. Plus, a healthy emergency fund can be the ticket for staying out of debt when surprise bills pop up. And you know it's not a matter of if, but when surprise bills are going to pop up. Teresa, a good cash reserve target is three to six months worth of your living expenses. So those are the the key things like housing, food, utilities, healthcare, debt payments. For example, if your living expenses total $4,000 a month, you would consider keeping anywhere from $12,000, maybe up to $24,000 in an FDIC-insured savings. Another safety net you need is insurance. So these are things like health insurance, life insurance, maybe disability insurance. Even a quick trip to the emergency room for an illness or accident can cost thousands of dollars. Being uninsured or underinsured could leave you financially devastated after an accident or illness. Plus, if you have family members, depending on your income, you need life insurance to protect their financial futures. So if you don't have an ample cash reserve or the proper insurance products to keep you safe, it's really critical to use a windfall to shore up your financial defenses before spending it on anything else. Step number three, choose the best investment accounts. Teresa asked if she should keep her UGMA or UTMA money as is or transfer it to a different account, like her Roth IRA, a brokerage, or high-yield savings. Custodial accounts are brokerage accounts, so it's possible, Teresa, that you already have a menu of investment options that would suit your financial goals. You'll just have to take a look at that. But maybe, maybe not. Or maybe Teresa wants to consolidate her money by transferring the funds to another brokerage account that she already owns. So once you're the legal owner of a UGMA or UTMA, you can do anything you want with the assets. But one consideration, Teresa, is whether you've got to sell your investments and transfer the cash proceeds to a new brokerage or if a new brokerage would allow an in-kind transfer. So basically, they would just move the actual investments from an account inside your UGMA over to an account with a new brokerage. So that would certainly make it easier to switch accounts and also allow you to avoid any potential tax consequences of selling the investments in your UGMA. So what's possible for you is going to depend on the assets that you own inside that UGMA and also what a new brokerage would permit. So you might want to do, you know, a little bit of homework and find out, you know, what exactly are those investments that you own and how likely is it that a new brokerage would also, you know, be able to accept those in an in-kind transfer. 
Now, Teresa also mentioned having a Roth IRA, and that's an excellent vehicle for after-tax funds like her UGMA or UTMA investments. Once inside a Roth IRA, that money can grow tax-free for retirement with no required minimum distributions. Plus, you can withdraw your Roth IRA contributions anytime. There's no penalty, there's no tax, because you've already paid tax on them. However, your account growth inside a Roth IRA would be taxable and subject to a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you touch it before reaching age 59 and a half. Unlike a Roth IRA, funds in a brokerage account can be tapped anytime and for any reason and at any age. And another downside of a Roth IRA is that you are subject to annual contribution and income limits. For 2023, you can only put up to $6,500 or $7,500 if you're over age 50 in a Roth IRA. Teresa didn't mention how much she's got in her UGMA, um, but you know if she has more than that, she would just be allowed to put the $6,500 in for this year. In addition, you're ineligible to make Roth IRA contributions when your your income, your modified adjusted gross income exceeds a certain level. And that amount is $153,000 a year if you're a single taxpayer or $228,000 if you're married and file joint taxes. Teresa didn't mention her income, but as long as she doesn't top those income thresholds, she can contribute up to $6,500 to her Roth IRA for 2023. And you've got until your tax filing deadline in 2024 to fund an IRA for 2023. Now, again, Teresa, if you need to sell the investments in the UGMA, you know, to to make that IRA contribution, there may be some tax consequences that you want to consider and maybe get some help from a tax pro if you're not sure what those potential tax liabilities could be. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. 
I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Step number four, create a diversified portfolio. Once you have money in a brokerage or in a Roth IRA, you've got to choose how you want to invest that money. And if Teresa's UGMA or UTMA is with a firm like Vanguard or Fidelity that offers a lot of excellent investment choices, she may want to keep her money right where it is. She may just want to really analyze how it is invested. But moving her money could be wise if she doesn't have good options. You know, if she doesn't have mutual funds, index funds, or exchange-traded funds, that would be a really good reason to find a new home for that money. So, Teresa, whether you put money in a retirement account, a new brokerage, or you keep it in the existing brokerage, your goal should be to create a diversified portfolio using one or more funds. And and funds are always made up of hundreds or even thousands of underlying securities. You may find that you've got the option to invest in mutual funds. These are a collection of assets managed by a fund professional. When you buy and sell shares in a mutual fund, it happens just once at the end of the trading day when the fund's net asset value gets calculated. Exchange-traded funds are similar to mutual funds in that they are baskets of assets. However, they trade more like an individual stock, meaning that you can buy or sell ETF shares throughout the day and, you know, you're going to see price fluctuations throughout the day. Index funds are something else you'll see. These are mutual funds that usually come with low fees, and they may be made up of thousands of underlying investments. Index funds aim to match or outperform a specific index, like the Standard & Poor's 500 or the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And another fun type that you may get to choose is a target date fund. These are mutual funds that automatically reset the mix of assets in their portfolio according to your set time frame, such as when you plan to retire. So those are just some of the different funds that you may be able to choose from, no matter if we're talking about a retirement account or a brokerage. The bottom line is that a diversified portfolio allows you to earn higher average returns while reducing risk. If some of the securities within a fund lose value, some are probably going to hold steady or even increase in value. So the bottom line is when they're all moving a little differently based on economic events, you are minimizing potential losses. Step number five, consider your risk tolerance. While stocks can be volatile, the stock market's historical average return has been about 10% since the 1920s. 
That means if you're decades away from retirement, you've got plenty of time to recover from temporary market downturns. And therefore, most of your portfolio should be in stock funds. Again, it could be a stock mutual fund, an index fund, a stock exchange traded fund, etc. However, if you're close to retirement, so maybe you're just a few years away from retirement or you're already retired, you want to take a more conservative approach. That's essential to minimize risk and preserve your wealth. In general, stocks are one of the riskiest investments because their value can change daily. However, they offer the highest returns. Bonds are less risky because they offer a fixed but lower return. And cash or cash equivalents, such as money market funds, give you the lowest but safest returns. Consider this. If you invest $500 a month for 30 years and you get an average return of 3%, your balance will grow to about $250,000. Now, if you invested the same amount over 30 years, but you got a 10% return because you were investing in stock funds you would have over $1.1 million in your account. That's a difference of $850,000 to spend in retirement. So that's why it is so critical to invest funds that are earmarked for long-term purposes like retirement. If you invest too conservatively, you are not likely to lose money, but you're not gonna earn much either. But if you choose risky investments, like trying to pick individual stocks, you can make a high return, but you may also lose a lot of money, especially in the short term. And our last step, number six, is to get investment advice when you need it. Getting a significant windfall, like a gift or a boost in your income, is a fantastic opportunity to improve your finances that you should not squander. If you're unsure how to manage that windfall or how to choose investments, I want to encourage you to get advice from a professional. Maybe it's a certified financial advisor, a tax accountant, or a retirement planner, depending on your age. And if you don't understand a financial professional's explanations or recommendations for you, I want to encourage you to keep asking questions until you do. You'll be glad you did, especially when you build a healthy nest egg that gives you peace of mind and financial security. Teresa, thank you so much again for your question. I know it's been really helpful for listeners. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. 
Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844-COSENTIX. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 